Good evening and welcome to Spirit Radio. I am your host, Willie Hassel. Along with my co-host, Lynn Nickerson, we will take you on a journey, a journey into the unknown where the paranormal becomes the normal, a journey to a world cloaked in darkness where reality becomes a thin veil. So sit back, relax, and join us as we venture into the shadows, the darkness, the unknown, and back. You are listening to Spirit Radio, The Paranormal Experience, with your hosts Willie Hassel and Lynn Nickerson on the Paranormal UK Radio Network. Good evening, everybody. Welcome once again to Spirit Radio, The Paranormal Experience. I'm Willie Hassel. And I'm not. And you <laughs> you should be glad you're not, because you are the lovely, the mystical, the mysterious Lynn Nickerson. Mm-hmm. And how are you tonight? Oh, just dandy, thank you. And you know, the good thing about not being Willie Hassel is I wouldn't be as old as you are. Hmm. <laughs> um. Now, I didn't okay. say which side of, I, of your age I would yeah, be, but yeah, I, I, ha- yeah, happy I birthday, Willie. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. It's not every year that you get to be that old. I mean, forty-two again. You know. <laughs> Remember many, that first number doesn't count. Let's see. I'm. Uh, I guess I would be what thirty-three. Um, doubled. I thought it was more like thirty-six. Oh, 33 no, no, doubled. Yeah, 33, now you're giving it away. Yeah, thirty-three. I uh, wouldn't admit squared, it. Right? Is that yeah. It? yeah. Well, squared yeah. is no doubled. <laughs> Whatever. Squared is really old. <laughs> oh, well, okay. <laughs> I'm not squared then yet. I'm just. No. I might be square. It but would I'm be not times squared. four. Times four. Oh, okay. So, mm. uh, let's see, hundred, hundred and thirty-two. Was it? Would that be? Yeah. I, don't know. I think it's times four. I've forgotten now. Yeah, I, I don't know. But hey, there's something uh, actually that is special about tonight, isn't it? Yes, there? there is. Yes, it what, is. What would that be? Our sixth anniversary show. Six years. Six years. Six, six year. Yeah, six years. I'm not thinking very clearly. Yeah. It's all that chocolate we just ate. I know it. I know it. My, my birthday cake. <laughs> that it was, was scrumptious. It, it, it was damn good. Um, <sighs> so I forgot. You missed what it, was, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was, I forgot. What was the question? Um, oh, wasn't oh, yeah. Our special show. <laughs> oh, our special show. Oh, yeah. Six yeah. years. Yeah, six years here on WSCA. So it's Willie's birthday, and it's our sixth anniversary show. So at least, I don't know. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I do have one criticism, though, Willie. Okay. Your Go weather ahead. forecast. My weather forecast. Yes, you, you, you don't like it. Uh, an omission is considered a mistake, and you omitted the fact that it would get dark tonight, and it already has. Well, see, you I didn't have to. Because you left I, it out, though, because there were people who can't see because we're on radio. You know, you got a you got a point there. Yeah. But I can tell you this though: tomorrow morning it will get light again. I that's a good thing. See, um, they didn't know that. They, I'm not sure. They can't see. I'm not sure how light because mm. uh, it's going to be cloudy and rainy. But you know, at least it won't be dark. It'll not be as dark as it is. Not as, it as is dark now. as it no, is it's now. Uh, darkest before the dawn is it's it something, something like, like that. that? I, don't, I don't know. One of those yep. things. Or as the hippy dippy weatherman used to say. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, our guest? <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay. So tonight, to help us with our sixth anniversary show <laughs> on Spirit Radio, she kind of backed out, sort of. But we experience. forgive her. <laughs> tonight, our guest is Donna Hanley. Donna has been a practicing medium for over eight years. Eight years, not she is. She first became aware of her gift after a series of personal tragedies. Uh, once referred to as a soul-healing medium, Donna has dedicated herself to sharing message and healing others who have experienced the pain of losing loved ones. Practicing for over eight years, um, in 2019, she decided to dedicate her life to spirit and to helping others on a full-time basis. 
So, let's welcome to Spirit Radio, Donna Hanley. Good evening, Donna. Hello, Donna. Good evening. How are you? And happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> He's an old guy with white hair now. I've had oh, white. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've had <laughs> white hair for the last 30 <laughs> years. With whiter hair. <laughs> we put the wheelchair in the closet, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, how is the weather there? Tell us what you're uh, going uh, through. It's a... Uh, pretty rainy and windy already here so mm, you said there was a flood watch do you think that's still in effect oh yeah 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 oh sorry you couldn't drive in that would have been fun but we can do that another time yeah yeah like i said it's it's it started here around eight o'clock oh did it's it it's been nonstop. and is it raining really hard yeah yeah it is uh, and the wind's picking up so oh Donna's over in peterborough so you're yeah. kind of high, and there's a lot of mountain streams, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, well, we got the uh, the river right there. You're right, the river right through town, yeah. It's so pretty, too, with that stone bridge. Yeah, it is. It is. And, uh, of course, Donna was going to be in the studio, and she was going to uh, take telephone calls. But yeah. now, since, unfortunately, she couldn't make it, uh, but she is on the telephone, so we don't have a telephone line. But, but. you can, <laughs> yes, but you can, I'm, I'm getting to it. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> uh, you can text uh, questions or uh, comments uh, at 603-430-9722. So if you have any questions you'd like to ask Donna, you can, whoops, you can text. We'd love to have your questions. <clears throat> but in the meantime... <laughs> we'll do our best to keep her entertained. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys seem to be doing a good job there. <laughs> you know what it is? Yeah. We've well, got a chocolate high. Yeah, I never eat chocolate. We're a little bit loopy. Well, you guys tonight, are fun anyway, so I'm surprised you're on a chocolate high. <laughs> so anyway, um, I just for those who aren't familiar with your work, I wanted to go over, uh, do a brief overview of your inception to your mediumship for those who, who aren't familiar with you. So after you experienced a couple of deaths of family members, you developed a heightened sense of the unknown, and you didn't know what to do with it. So with this newfound ability, you went to see a medium, and her name was Lauren Rainbow, and you had some uh, pretty interesting discussions there. And after that, she she um, told you about one of her classes, and you attended in, what, 2011? And since then, you've become what you consider a soul heal healing medium. And as Willie mentioned, and I'm going to paraphrase what your motto or your mission statement is, my vision is to assist healing others who have experienced the pain of losing a loved one by sharing messages from their departed ones in the most gracious, loving, and healing way. I give myself completely to spirit to deliver the message from love through love and to love. That's amazing. That's that's yeah. really very touching. Um, very very selfless. So I wanted to know. Um, you do have a guide, and I believe you said that your nephew Ian assists you from time to time. I, I have a couple of of guides. Um, one is my son. Okay, he too. Okay, I wasn't sure if he was helping you or not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah he passed, uh, it'll be 10 years ago in November. Yep, 2009. Yeah, Jeez. and uh, Ian as well, and he's my nephew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also have uh, past relatives. I found out um, a little family history in which I have a couple of mediums in the family history. No kidding. Uh, is it like matrilineal or patrilineal? Well, it's funny. One of my uh, grandmothers was actually hired by the town of Columbia in the 1800s as a healer. Oh. And then I had another grandmother where in the late 1800s uh, was a sawed-off medium. So it's kind of interesting. You just recently found that out? Yeah, I found an old... Um, um, family history book that was given to me and I oh. started going through it and I'm like, hmm, this is very interesting. So they also have come up with many um, when other mediums look at my energies they, they happen to show up in my energy as well as helpers. So, so kind of interesting. Really, how long has this been, Donna? Um, since I found out? Yeah. Uh, probably a couple of months now, so I've been doing some research on it. 
So you do think that both of those grandmothers are coming through? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fabulous. Do you get an idea of what their personalities are like? Oh, it's it's fascinating. Um, I'm pretty similar to one of them, so. Really? Yeah, I got a good sense of humor and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> try to make the best of every situation. Oh, that is really so neat. I kind of knew that um, you sort of ran matrilineally, linearly in my family. Um, but it's neat when you just discover that so that, you know, it's it's almost like it's genetic. Not right, quite, it, but it, almost. Find it in writing. It, it's kind of kind of interesting as well. Yeah. So when they assist you, this is what I am really curious about. And I might have we might have touched on this last time, but when they're trying to communicate with you, um, I know that John Edward, the medium, he often, his guides will show him certain things that have a significance so that he will commonly mention something to somebody. So like the color green might mean something or like a, a blue sports car might mean something else. So do they talk to you sort of in symbols or do you get like words? Or mental images, how do they communicate with you to get an idea well, across? Well, when I do the mediumship, um, what my guides do is kind of like gatekeepers. That was uh, me. <laughs> so that, you know, if there's a, a line that shows up for spirit on the other side, um, they kind of put the people in the line. So when I, when I get messages, it's, it's actually from the loved one I'm connecting with. So the spirit guides are just there to to help, but when I when I actually connect, I'm actually connecting with those who have passed and getting the messages from them. How is it they help you then? They they are just there to um, give me insight. So oh okay, they add they, to yeah. something so and, you can help me with clarity. So I I call them in. I call angels in before I do mediumship. I call ascended masters. So they're all there to help as best they can. But the connection when I make the connection is actually to the loved one that's passed. Okay, so as you're talking to them, you you get more ideas, more information, and more clarity. Is that the idea? Yes. Okay, because everybody works just a little bit differently. Okay, so you did say that um, you you were able, or at least in the beginning, to see, hear, and feel Ian's energy. I'm not sure about Nathaniel, but definitely uh, Ian. More Nathaniel's than Ian's. What was that? More Nathaniel, more Nathaniel's than Ian's energy. Okay, so when you felt them or or saw them, were you seeing like a full body apparition, or was it sort of diaphanous or just smoky? It- it's more uh, energy, the feeling of, of their energy, the feeling of their love, their essence. Okay. Um, so it's a connection, a spiritual connection kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can just tell. Like when you walk into a house and you know there's a ghost and you can kind of tell if it's male or female just by the energy. Yeah. And I can't exactly. explain the difference, but I can feel the difference. Correct. Yeah. Okay, then. Another question I was kind of curious about. Any texts yet, Willie? No. Okay. Um, when you're doing readings or you're making a connection, do you often get um, past information like past and present, but I'm sorry, past and future? Because what I'm thinking about is what about warnings? I mean, you have to be careful how you deliver information, but I was wondering, do you get precognitive information to warn someone to let them know not to take that direction because it won't have a good outcome? Um, what I what I try to do when it comes to, because I do get people ask, well, can you tell me if I'm going to get a job? Do you tell me if I'm going to fall in love? Right. Et cetera. Um, on the other side, they really don't like to drive someone's car for them. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, we we as humans on this side get all the information we need because we have that gut feel that comes. So, you know, if you're not yep. making the right decision, it kind of, for me, it sits in my gut. You know, it just hits me in my gut right there. Mm-hmm. So when someone asks me to tell them if they're going to get a job or fall in love, 
I tell them to listen to their own gut because it's not for them to give that information and it's not for me to drive your car. Hmm. Do you often ask them how they feel about it one way or another? Do I often ask how they... I try to steer the conversation. Okay. Because like I said, I really don't, you know... We all have our journey that we have to do, and mm-hmm. the same thing, you know, spirit's not going to um, butt into future events. Yeah, they're not going to give you a road map. No, no, because yeah. we all have our own journey, and we have to make our own decisions. Okay. Um, so those are my rules I have with them, and they kind of follow them, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you um, done any readings lately? Oh, Yeah. Okay, yep. do any stand out in particular without, you know, using names? Um, one of them I had, which was very interesting as I was doing the reading, um, I realized at the end I was reading, uh, remember the the club in Florida, the gay club that got shot up? Yes. So went in there and, and uh, killed a bunch of people. I ended up... Um, Doing a reading, it turned out it was the bouncer of that nightclub that really? I was connecting with. Was he was calling from Florida, or had he moved? Uh, the people I was reading were from Massachusetts. Oh, okay. And but the person that I picked up was their friend. Oh, was a female who was there at that nightclub in Florida that um, someone went in and shot shot quite a bit of people in there. Did she pass? Yes. So oh, dear. the bouncer that you connected with was one of the ones that was killed then, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Wow. Um, well, that, that was an interesting reading. Oh, any information on the whole thing and why it happened? Well, it, it, I got information about, you know, the what was occurring, but... As far as connecting with her was just basically that she was fine and um, everything was okay. So that event, you know, happened and that's how she passed, but she was doing perfect after. So there was a lot of love and healing there. For the other people, their friends. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's Especially, good. you know, traumatic events like that. Yeah. You know, because my son passed tra- uh, tragically as well. Right. I mean, he was shot. Um, so it, it's very hard for families sometimes to deal with tragedy and um, death like that. So that's where I come in and try to present it as peaceful as I can because yeah. they're fine. They are fine on the other side. My son's fine on the other side. So, Well, that's often the message, that they're fine, that they're okay. Yeah. But... Aren't there times when they aren't exactly fine that they might feel lost or they don't feel forgiven or something? Oh, forgiveness. You bring up a big point. So the other the other thing that comes often is forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Either the people on this side do not forgive themselves yeah. or they don't forgive the ones who pass. Right. So that can interfere with healing on the other side as well. Yeah, I think so too. I've received the message a couple of times from uh, a family member, and I totally didn't think that she cared what I thought of her because <laughs> she didn't seem to care to think about me when I was alive, so I just really didn't think she cared. And from two different people, she had asked. She, The way it was put was if I could ever find the time, if with time, if I could find a way to forgive her. And I thought... Wow, I never thought I'd hear that from coming from this person. But it came from two different sources, and that kind of blew me away. And this, by the second time I heard it, I thought, you know, I can't hold on to anger any longer. It doesn't serve any purpose. So I truly felt that I could forgive her. So I hope she's happy now. <laughs> yeah, I think she is. Like I think said, she's... On the other side, there's nothing but love. So these, yeah, you know, who they were here... They're not that person there. Uh, that doesn't mean that they don't have some learning to do as to why right. they did the stuff they did here. They get more uh, clarity, too, I think. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's really tough, especially with suicides, right? Yeah. Um, and, and that's how my, my nephew Ian died was with the suicide is the forgiveness of yourself in that case. What could you have done differently? So by connecting with loved ones, and I have not <clears throat> had someone who committed suicide that is in hell. They're all surrounded yeah. by love. Yeah. They're all doing good. You know, they're, they're learning, and they're being taken care of. I do think that, you know, what the Catholic Church talks about is purgatory. I think it's almost a self-imposed thing. I do believe that the concept is real, that you can hold yourself back by not forgiving yourself or not forgiving somebody else and simply not moving on. It's, I think it's almost like a lack of love or lack of self-respect. So I think you can hold yourself back, and that is purgatorial. You wallow in the same emotions, and you can't get beyond it. So, Right. And I call that school as well, purgatory school. Yeah. And, Do you? you know, if there's not forgiveness on this side, it can affect the healing on the other side. Yeah. Um, what it really is, can. What is your experience with those who have committed suicide that were in a great deal of physical pain on this side? They they have no pain on the other side. That I would think, but what about their concept of being forgiven by, say, like God? Because sometimes they're afraid of meeting that that God or Jesus will reject them because they killed themselves. No, I I, I don't believe that because good when when someone does that, there's mental illness involved. Well, when you're in a great they, deal they of pain, too, it's awfully hard to um to to put up with the pain. So do you think and, it's and really mental? Tra- you know, they're not trying to hurt people. They're trying to find a way to relieve the pain. To relieve the pain, You know, right. to, how do I end this pain? Um, right. So you can't, there's no anger on the other side. There's no God's mad. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an illness. Yeah. And I have never, like I said, I've done a lot of readings where it was suicide or overdoses and... Um, it's it, it's amazing how much love and support they have on the other side. I think it's a human it really misconception. Is. Human misconception that, you know, they've got penance to pay if they cross themselves over type thing, if they kill themselves. And I just no, don't think no, it's true. There's no real penance to pay. It's no. Just, you know, understanding um, what what happened and, and why they... they, they was were faced with that, but yeah. I have not seen uh, anyone in like a purgatory situation. Mm-hmm. I like to call it school because it's it's just learning, you right? Know, what what happened and what affected you. And sometimes you know it's not just the act itself; it's whatever in a past life might have brought you up to the point of in this lifetime where you felt you had to make a decision. Sometimes I do believe that there's a connection to past lives. There's something that we're working out that maybe we haven't really learned from or couldn't forgive ourselves from another past life and wound up carrying that karma with us, which wound up being self-destructive. That's a possibility, yep. And, you know, coming back too soon in a reincarnate. Yeah, I've had a, a friend of mine. He's a bit of a shaman. He's a guru. And he told me he feels that a lot of people wound up reincarnating too soon, especially from the Vietnam War. They were killed yep. so young, and their life was taken away, so they wanted to jump right back into a body again. And they didn't have time to adjust. Yeah, I think it's more that issue where they come back too soon. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's what I mean. And they haven't dealt with prior, prior stuff, and then right. they come back too soon and... and they're not prepared. They haven't cleansed what they had before. Yes. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah, he's told me that many times recently. People are just um, so confused right now. They either, you know, either confused about their sexuality or morality or self, uh, self-esteem. They're just plain confused on many different levels. Hmm. As far as people here on the other side. Um, once they make it over to this lifetime, having come back too soon, I think they wind up oh, being yeah, confused. Yeah. 
have you dealt with? I agree. I mean, and you know, the energies here, we create them, and we're yeah. all feeling what we're creating at this point. You know, I think pretty soon there'll be a revolution to just <laughs> stay positive and try to debunk some of this negativity going around. Yeah, I hope we live long enough to see that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Well, since we're touching on past lives, um, do you delve into that at all when you're doing a reading? Um, I don't really delve into that. I, I could if I was doing a reading with cards. Um, oh. Uh, I could get into some of that. Um, but normally if, if someone comes to see me, it's just for mediumship. I do do psychic fairs once a month, and there are card readers that, that definitely do that. But do you do that still, occasionally, Donna, using cards for past lives? Yeah, I, I'll sometimes ask for myself. Um, oh. Yep, yep. So do you do that at the psychic fairs? Yeah. Well, where do you hold those? Uh, actually, um, there's a place called Life Path Fellowship. Okay. And that's in Jaffrey in the first Saturday of every month. We have a psychic fair there from 11 to 4. Oh, I hadn't heard of that. 11 to 4. I'm going to write that down. Make a trip on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> that would be fun. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, it's very, very good. Okay, so you meditate for as a medium to connect with spirit and use cards for sort of past lives. What else do you do? Well, you do Reiki. Reiki. Yes, I'm a Reiki master. Yeah, I teach and I, I I do Reiki. I went through the John Harvey uh, Gray Center in Jaffrey as well. Oh. So Lourdes Gray teaches uh, Reiki one, uh, the Reiki class, a Reiki master class. So, Okay, so would you like to explain a little bit the process of Reiki and what you do for people, like in unlocking blockages in their body and how it relates to illness? Uh, Reiki, Reiki, like I said, when I when when I try to explain it, it it's like um, you know, acupuncture. Mm-hmm. It, it's a different type of of healing medicine. It it grabs the energy around you. Everything around us has energy, so we get attuned to that energy, and um, we act like a funnel, and the energy comes through, and the, your body, the patient that I'm doing the Reiki on, pulls that energy the cells of the body. You know, it's almost in the Bible where Jesus laid his hands and they healed. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's part of that... Um, that principle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because of, it's amazing how much energy is around. <clears throat> and like I said, we learn about the meridians, so we, we, can, we can feel the body's energy, where issues are. I could look at an aura and tell where a person is hurting or... Can you? Or if they have issues because there's breaks in the aura. So what is it has issues. So what is it you see? That like do you see colors? Or is it just yes, I do. a light? You see colors. Yep. Okay, so what do the various colors mean to you? Uh, it all depends on what part of uh the body I'm at and how how their energy is. So is it, it I it it can vary from person to person. So are you in a light trance when you perceive the aura? Uh, no, no. I'm just in my Reiki mode. It's it's different. It's a different energy than mediumship. Yeah. So. So when you're using this energy, um, you're actually not touching the person, right? Um, if I if I'm doing a Reiki treatment, I ask if they want to be touched or not. And if it's touching, it's a very light. It's like the weight of a, a nickel on the body. Okay. So you, the client could choose to be touched or not. I hadn't heard that before. I thought it was totally just above the body, but I I like that. I think that it almost might be more effective. So you work on the... It's interesting because at the center, at the John Harvey Gray Reiki Center, you know, hospitals are sending emergency nurses. Really? EMTs. a lot of medical people are now learning Reiki because they find it's calming to patients. Um, 
major hospitals actually have some Reiki people on staff or volunteer Reiki people on staff. Boy, I find that hard to believe. It's almost like there's a breakthrough there in their attitude. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, and and the opiate-addicted babies. Uh Uh-huh. You know, Reiki people go in and, and, you know, calm the babies. It's just very uh, soothing and calming. It's just amazing. My kids ask for it even in there, 20 and 18. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'll tell you what, Dawn, I'd like to continue this after the uh, the bottom of the hour. We're just going to have to take a quick break, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Reiki. We're talking to Donna, Donna Hanley, and she's a soul heating me. Sorry, a soul healing medium, and we'll be back in just a moment, so don't go away. And as we said, if you want to ask Donna a question, you can text us at 603-430-9722. Supernatural Magazine, one of the UK's top paranormal magazines, provides support to Spirit Radio, the paranormal experience. It is the magazine's goal to bring every aspect of supernatural news and research from around the world under one roof to create a universal platform for all those interested in the supernatural. More information is available at supernaturalmagazine.com. And you are listening to Spirit Radio, the Paranormal Experience on the Paranormal UK Radio Network. Granite Sky is proud to serve the Granite State, New England, and the world via the Internet with rock-solid support and personal services. There are many aspects to ufology, and the experiencer is too often overlooked. At Granite Sky, their focus is on people, not proof. Granite Sky focuses on supporting those who have had extraterrestrial encounters and abduction experiences. We believe no one should have to face these experiences alone. If you've been visited, visit them at www.granitesky.org. Welcome back to Spirit Radio, the Paranormal Experience. And tonight uh, we are talking to Donna Henley. Uh, welcome back to the show, Donna. Welcome back, Donna. Well, thank you. So we were talking about <clears throat> opioid-addicted babies. Um, the people that treat them using Reiki, did you train some of them? I, I helped Lourdes with um, training Reiki 1, Reiki 2, Reiki 2 Advanced, yeah. Wow. How long have the hospitals been incorporating this method? Oh, they've been um they've been using Reiki people for a long time cuz I got my Reiki mask in 2014. And it was interesting cuz a dad was taking Reiki 1 and he started that cuz his his 18-year-old had cancer. Oh. And they did Reiki after his treatments, and saw he saw a tremendous support, a tremendous uh, healing Response. and calmness in his son. So he ended up becoming a Reiki master, so he can help heal his son during oh his gosh. cancer treatment. I it just blows my mind because it's a totally different uh, paradigm for medical person to consider this. Because you, yeah, you know, the... it, it, it's proven to work. Just like um, more yeah. insurances is doing alternative medicine, so more employers are offering, you know, to pay for massage and pay for acupuncture. Um, Well, that's good. getting right up there as well because it's been proven um, to to definitely have benefits. I mean, you're pulling this life force energy around you, and you get attuned once you go into Reiki, um, Reiki training, you get attuned to that energy. So it's really... You know, I call it a spiritually guided life force energy healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it, and it is. It really relaxes the mind. I, I do it on myself. Do you? Yep. And I know you can, you can do it long distance too, can't you? Yes, yeah, I, I can do it long distance as well. How is it that you perceive the energy long distance? Uh, it's not seeing the energy. It's pulling in uh, the subconscious of the person. So you're pulling in subconscious, you're using symbols for that. That's um, that's the advanced classes. And once you have that subconscious, you have their energy. And you can work on that. 
It's really incredible. Yeah, it sure is, because I know it works. Um, now, there's there's something that I think is probably part of this, but it's sort of a different aspect of it. So when you have a, an energy blockage, it's it doesn't allow healing or it, it prevents healing. And I do know for a fact that people will harbor emotion or trauma in their body. And I don't know if that's the same thing, but I did have a woman, I think she was a Reiki master. She was, you know, using her hands and she she felt directed to my arms and she ran her fingers over the top of my arms without touching them. And she got to one point in my forearm and I started crying and it came out of nowhere. And I said, I'm sorry, I don't know what's happening, but I, I can't seem to help myself. And she said, this isn't the first time. She says, it's because you're holding trauma there, that the, the, the muscles or the, I don't know, joints or muscles were holding past trauma. So, Oh, yeah. The body does. Yeah. And the I, body does, and that's what we work to release. You know, we could tell, like I said, just by looking at auras, just by feeling through the aura, looking at the chakras, what's blocked, what's not. Um, and since we learn about the meridians, you you could tell what's connected to what to help. It's like acupuncture points. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot, especially when you become a Reiki master, that you can get in tune to um, when you start the healing process on somebody. Do you ever pass your hands over someone to get a feeling where there might might be a blockage? Might you sense it as sort of a cold spot? Uh, it, it's different for everybody. Oh. With me, it's a change in the density of the aura or it's extreme heat. So, you know, when I get on one of those spots, they're going, boy, it feels like a heating pad. And <laughs> what would the that be? Start pulling that energy to help clear it. And the hot spot, what would that be um, a symptom of? Uh, just the body, just the body needing healing there, more energy in the cells, so the cells react to the Reiki energy. So it's almost like the body is already causing friction because it's trying to heal itself and it's unsuccessful. Well, the body's pulling to to get the energy to help heal itself. Yes. Okay. And it's it's very relaxing. Um, yeah. Because um, I was going to suggest to Willie that um, he have some Reiki done on his um, his stomach, his whole digestive system, his abdomen. Yeah. Oh, that is and, and all my other broken parts. Yeah, hips and back and. <laughs> 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 but I, th I think, you know, you could probably work on him for a year or so. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I tell you, it really, it really, it really helps. It, it just, you know, promotes harmony and balance in the body. So you, you do Reiki at this, um, this once, a, once a month fair in uh, Jaffrey? Uh, uh, not no, at the that's fair. That's mostly the psychic fair, so that's mediumship. Oh, okay, so you don't do Reiki there, okay. No. No, I, I do Reiki by appointment at, at my place, yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I travel. I have a, a, I have a table, et cetera, so I can travel as well. Now, you've got a website, right, Donna? Uh, it's in the works. Okay. Yep. Because, yeah, before we go, we'd like to get, um, I'd like you to tell the audience where they can get some Reiki done, as well as that psychic fair again. We can talk about that. Right. So that everybody knows. Um, okay, then let's switch gears a little bit here. We still have had no texting, right? No, we have not. Come on, people. Well. <laughs> Somebody must have a question here. Huh? I was hoping that maybe we could do a little connection here. Uh, we've got, you know, maybe about 15 minutes left or a little bit more. Uh, you got um, whatever you want. Oh, all right, Willie. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um. I was going to have my sister-in-law come here tonight, and she didn't feel that she could drive either because of the uh, the weather. Yeah, it's so, awfully dark when you when you actually hit the roads. <laughs> yeah, it's like especially with the wind, it's just a little crazy. Yeah, so she doesn't like driving in the rain at night. I can't blame her, but with a high winds, she didn't want to come. So she was hoping to connect with my brother, and she's a Scorpio, and she's really quite 
quite attuned, but she she has no way of connecting with him. She, every once in a while, might feel that he's around, but that's it. Well, she can do a call-in to me as well, because I do phone um, phone readings as well. Yeah, I don't... I, she, she said that she felt really shy about doing that, and I do that too. I like the phone readings, because uh, she could have called in tonight, but she didn't feel comfortable with that. Um, well, she'll get there. If, you know, if we need to connect, I think we can arrange to connect with her. Okay. Uh, it's always nice to connect loved ones uh, who really need healing, and when, especially on this side. When he was sick, she he was laying down in a, a recliner in the living room, and she went out on the porch, and she was praying that Jesus would give him a hug. And when he was in the recliner, he was asleep. When he woke up, he told her, that he felt Jesus all around him, just like he was hugging him. Yeah, I believe it. So it's amazing how how they respond. Yeah. So she made that connection, but she does not seem to be able to connect with him. And I think it's probably because you know there's a whole lot of emotion. Well, it's interesting because it's a close relative, right? Yeah. And even with me, I can't always connect my close relatives really medium i have to go to someone else (laughs) why that happens yeah Um, i know (laughs) yeah like nate will come through for others i know he's around me and but like with others he'll come through as well Mm -hmm. so it's interesting how how that dynamic happens yeah they often say that um you're not supposed to read for yourself but i do it anyway (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I I know they're around, uh, but it all it is nice when one of them comes through for another yeah. medium for me. It's yeah, like, oh, hoo, hoo, I'm getting <laughs> Even I like to hear, you know, some messages as well. Even though I do sure. it for people, I I like to receive as well. Well, you like to get the confirmation. You also get another, um, another take on, on what what might have happened or how somebody feels because otherwise exactly. you you yeah. might think that you know you're just imagining it you're not sure that they really felt that way so when it comes from a third person it's really reassuring yeah, confirmation yeah. yeah yeah we all like to get validated every once in a while that's yeah. for sure yeah we do um so you pick it up on willie at all willie has Lightning. a lot of a lot of shadows a lot of shadows yeah uh, what was that yeah, <laughs> if you can connect with anything to do with Willie. <laughs> um, well, it's interesting because Willie's parents are always around him. Well, that's good. Okay. Uh, well, there's a lot of love there. Good. That's good. Uh, I, I, especially around your health and, and you taking the initiative with your health. Good. They're okay. very They're very happy about that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, good. while you well, that's, were, that's good. and now you have, and it, it, it's definitely going to be a big benefit. Yeah, I think you've been more proactive even now since I've met you. Hey, I always said I was going to live to at least 95. Gonna, no, you said 150. That's what you told no, me. No, that, that was Andy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always said 95, but now I think I'm going to jack it up to 100, you know. Because yeah. now you're paying attention, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because yeah. uh, if well, you... It's a big, you know, and they're like saying, hey, it's a big possibility. <laughs> a big possibility I'll make 100? Wow. Uh, this day and age, all of us are. Yeah, yeah, I know it. Yeah, because you're always saying that uh, you don't feel that they're around so much, that you don't feel in, in contact with them, connected to them, you mm. know? They they are, though. They're really enjoying... Um, His the, new life? They, they, they're calling <laughs> it the new you. The, the new me? It's less stressful. Well, yeah, it is. Well, yeah, it is a new me. Yeah, Willie went a, through a metamorphosis, and he created, he, he remarketed himself. Uh, well, actually, I've done that a couple of times, but uh, but most recently, yes. All, uh, all yeah. legal, though, right, Willie? Um, Willie? Let me think about that. I'll, legal, I'll get, right, I'll get Willie? back to you on that one. <laughs> 
that. <laughs> so so they're uh, they're happy with what I'm doing then. Oh yeah, yeah. It was long overdue. They're saying so. You you, you were oh, if you would have continued what you were doing, I'd be dead now. Yeah, your health the way it was, um, things would have been a little bit different. So. I can believe that knowing knowing what he went through. Willie yeah. was a sleeper, and now he's waking up. Yeah, <laughs> that's but good. He, he, but even on the emotional, you know, the the stress level side. You've you've done some huge changes, and they they like that. Um, well, yeah, I I have since. I remember when you drove a truck. Well, that's what I was going to say. I spent uh, over thirty years at a very very stressful kind of job, and yeah. So since then, uh, the stress. Um, if if I had continued that job, I well, they put I, you on disability immediately. Yeah. Yeah, right after that job. Yeah. Well, yeah. My that's how the job ended. My doctor said, "No, you're not going to work tonight." <laughs> I, I never went back. Now, are you doing like movies or filming or documentaries? I am. That's uh, one project I got going. I am filming a documentary. Yes. Now, that's cool. They they like that too. Oh, good. So, it, who who was a veteran? Was it your dad? Was your dad a veteran? Yes, he was. He was in the army. He's a re- okay, retired he, officer. He's showing you're doing something around veterans or military or oh, oh the the, the documentary USS yeah. Salem. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's about the uh, USS Salem, which is a uh, World War II vintage uh, heavy cruiser. Oh wow! And uh, it's I'm, I'm doing the, the the film is on. It's about the ship. It's the history of the ship from when it was when she was ordered, uh, built, uh, service, and the resulting. Now it's it's a hunted ship, so that's that is part of the history. It saw a lot of action. Yeah. So well, not actually action. Well, more action, I'm, I'm but, saying uh, human yeah. action. Yeah, a lot of human. things happened on that ship. Yeah, a lot of a lot of death on the ship, even though the yeah. Ship well, he, he's he's appreciative that you bring that story forth. Oh, so well, that's, good. that's nice. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't yeah. think anything that extensive has been done on that ship if, for exposure. You know, it, media, only, media-wise. The only thing that's really been done on the ship has been a lot on a lot of television shows, but uh, just like ghost hunters, you know, just oh. paranormal investigation. Yeah. You know, people walking around in the dark looking for ghosts. Its but, history wasn't taken seriously, right? And yeah. this this is more about the history than it is anything else. Yeah, that's why he's showing some respect for what you're doing there. Oh, he, he's seeing the importance of what you're doing. That's great. That's, that's the message I'm getting is there's, there's a big respect of what this project is and and how you respect bring that history forth as best you can. So, there, you know, there's definitely a, a commitment to doing that and bring that history to light. Well. That's that's so good. Very happy that, with that that really is the way I'm I'm focusing on the on the film. Yeah, is uh, the respect for the ship and the people who served on it, and the people now who are the volunteers that are uh, maintaining the ship and bringing bringing it back to life. Because well, r- right now it's that's a uh, go good. Yeah, right now good. it's it's at the uh, what used to be the Four River Shipyard in Quincy, where where the ship was built. And it's part of the United States uh, Navy Shipbuilding Museum. Oh, wow. So a lot of the volunteers that work there now did serve on the ship, too. Yeah, yeah, some of them did. So it's not really that far from New Hampshire if people wanted to go see it as well. Yeah, it's about an hour and a half. Yeah, uh, without any traffic, it takes me about an hour and a half. In Quincy, Mass. Well, I can't wait to see that that documentary. Yeah, it should be pretty yeah, cool. Me, me too. And there are a couple of ghost <laughs> reenactments too. Yeah, so coming in, uh, coming in the spring of 2020, sometime. Oh, that'll be good. Don't have a release date yet. Yeah, very cool. I'm glad his dad's watching over and approving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they're definitely glad that you you you've uh, taken care of your health and you're approaching life less stressfully and you're doing what you love. Good. He's on the right track. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Yeah, well, you always wanted to get into photography anyway, so Uh, it's about time. Well, you know, you're not 33, Will, so. Yeah, 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 he's not going to live forever. (laughs) 33, uh, yeah, times 
one, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um, so, Don, I had a couple of other questions. We probably have, I don't know, seven minutes now. Um, you being sensitive, do you often pick up on on people's energy, energy that they might have left in a room, say, like, if you walked into a house and you sensed that it had been burglarized and there was all the trauma from the burglary or if someone had just had an argument. Do you feel those kinds of energy when you walk into a place sometimes? Oh, yeah. Sometimes I walk in a house and I have to say, i got to get the heck out of here. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hateful and atmosphere. it could be, you know, even a... a, a could be a death that happened there. It could mm. be a beating. Yeah, I definitely, definitely can feel that residual energy. Do you um, ever get impressions from photographs, either you know just static photographs or like before and after photographs of people, and then pick up on energy on the change that occurred? Yes. In fact, I'm. Um, Working to become a psychic detective. Ooh, tell me more about that. Yeah, well, I took a class with Tony Stockwell. Okay, yeah. what it was, was, you know, looking at a, a photo of a person, and he gave a little background of the person, and he went missing but didn't tell anything else. And from the photo, I was able to grasp, detail from it it's interesting so i'm trying to um research that a little bit more because i know tony works with a lot of detectives in over in england uh-huh um so it, um there is a psycho i think they call it psychometry where you're able to look at a photo and get get some of that information i found out during this uh, course with tony that i was pretty good at that so oh. I want to hone that so I can look at some cold cases. Yeah. And see what I come up with. Yeah, you had mentioned something about that last time. I find that fascinating. Yeah. yeah. I, I I've, been, too... I've been trying to hook up with people that do that uh, psychically now, but there is definitely the ability to get impressions, images. Um, yeah. From photos. Yeah. Um, a lot is said in the eyes. Some people have such um, readable eyes, you know, oh, winter yeah. to the soul, but that's where a lot of it is. Oh, yeah. So this Tony... Yeah, that's the first thing I look at is people's eyes. Yes. Um, this Tony Stockwell, does he typically offer classes on this? Um, on the psychic detective? Right. Well, I know Tony Stockwell did a class, but I'm, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Well, how are you going forward with it now? I was going to, I'm reading uh, some of Tony's books oh. that he has out. He does have uh, a couple of books out. Um, so I'm reading some of his books and then um, just seeing if there is organizations out there um, that may dabble in this a little bit. Mm-hmm. I haven't found one in New Hampshire, but I may have found one in, in Vermont. So I in Vermont? To, yeah, I'll have to see if that comes through, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm with so you. It's, it's kind of interesting. I'd like to pursue that, too. I do pick up a lot in photographs. Yeah. So, can you think of any other um, interesting cases you've had? Well, like I said, this whole this whole feel of mediumship is pretty cool because as you, as you do more things, like there's trans mediumship, there's uh, channeling, there's you know psychic work, psychic detective work. It's just well never have, ending. What, what have you considered? Possibilities there are. Do you channel? Yes, I do. Oh, no, that I didn't know. Yeah, I I trans too, where I just step aside and let the person. You know, come in. It's almost like the movie Ghosts, where yeah, you know, Patrick Swayze is dancing. <laughs> so how yeah. how do you protect yourself when you do that? Uh, I've already protected. Spirit already has to be protected as part of the meditation. Okay. Yeah, that I have never been possessed by anything evil, so I don't worry about it. I've never encountered the evil on the other side. Now here, 
on this side, you can manifest enough of that, but on the other side, I've never had that experience. So. so in what kind of environment would you consider doing this? I usually do it every time I read now. Really? Yep. Yeah, because it, 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 the connection gets More direct. so strong at that point, you're actually becoming them, you know. They have mannerisms, they have facial features, they are, yeah. It just brings the reading to a different level. Um, do you ever not remember what was said? Yeah. Really? I, that's usually the case because I'm, you know, I'm not... I'm there, but not there. So I don't. I don't remember a lot of the readings I do um, because of that. I don't know if you've heard of Ron Kolick and Maureen Wood. Maureen is a trans medium, and they do go on like ghost hunts, and she goes into trances. And it, sometimes it gets violent for her. Sometimes she'll get old men or something, and she'll lunge at people and scream. And sometimes it gets really physical. So hmm. you haven't encountered that, have you? No, no. Good. <laughs> she just you know, gets com- she completely gives herself to spirit but sometimes they're not always great people yeah i wonder what she's channeling because on the other side it's usually just love so well i think it has more to do with uh ghosts people who yeah, haven't gone to side, the light the manifestations of this side could be totally different right sure. yeah right i'll well, have to go on one of those walks with her that would be interesting yeah, they go to some pretty strange places, places that are haunted, and that's where she channels. And that's not always a good idea because if they're haunting, usually it's because they haven't gone to the light. If you go to the light, you can come back, but these are haunts, so they right. haven't, you know, they haven't moved on. And I think they can be more dangerous because they're still the same people that they were when they were living. They're just exactly. without their body. Yep. Yeah. I just hope that uh, you, you don't come up against that. Uh, I don't choose to trance in that type of environment. I'll I'll only trance if I'm connecting to spirit on the other side who have passed. Good, and, good. In the love and light. Yeah. Very interesting because there are fine. It's a balancing act. There are yes, differences. Yeah. Well, we're just we're at the end of the hour, Donna. Um, oh my goodness, already. Geez. I know. If you would let us um, know again where you do the psychic fair and when. And right. it's the um, it's called Life Path Path Fellowship, so Life Path Fellowship, and it's in Jaffrey, New Hampshire, and it's the first Saturday of every month that we do it from eleven to four. From eleven to four, okay. Now, how about the Reiki? Now, how do people get a hold of you for Reiki? Uh, my number is six zero three. Oh, you're five four seven five nine five four. So they can call that, and we can schedule something. Oh, fine. So you do it at your house, is that it? Yeah, or I, I'll do it at Life Path, one or the other. Or at Life or Path. Or I could go to their place. Wonderful. Okay, then they can call you. Great. Thank you so much, Donna. This has been wonderfully informative. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, sorry you couldn't make it in this time, but next time maybe we'll get some call-ins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, thank you, Donna, and thank you for that connection. It was, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm that. excited to see the film. <laughs> Great. Well, here's to hoping you don't get battered too badly by the wind and the rain. Yeah, you too. <laughs> you guys take care. Okay, you too, Donna. Thank you. All right. Th- thank you very much, Donna. Have a good evening. Good night. You too. Bye. Okay. Well, good night, everyone. Have a good evening, and we'll see you around. Okay. You have been listening to Spirit Radio, The Paranormal Experience, with your hosts, Willie Hassel and Lynn Nickerson, on the Paranormal UK Radio Network. Granite Sky is proud to serve the Granite State, New England, and the world via the Internet with rock-solid support and personal services. There are many aspects to ufology, and the experiencer is too often overlooked. At Granite Sky, their focus is on people, not proof. Granite Sky focuses on supporting those who have had extraterrestrial encounters and abduction experiences. We believe no one should have to face these experiences alone. If you've been visited, visit them at www.granitesky.org.